Welcome to AHE's pre-concert podcast, 18th Century Music, where, over time, we'll be delving into aspects of 18th century composers' lives and their music and looking at the context, philosophies and ideas that surrounded their music making. I'm your host, Sky McIntosh, Artistic Director of the Australian Haydn Ensemble. In today's episode, we'll be looking at some of the music for our upcoming program, Haydn's Times of Day, in which we explore some of the music he wrote when he first went to work for the Esterhazy family, including the three so-called Times of Day symphonies, along with works for the unusual and fascinating instrument, the baryton. Haydn's Times of Day refers to his three early symphonies, numbers 6, 7 and 8, that we will perform in our concert. Le Matin, which means the morning, Le Midi, which means noon, and Le Soir, which means the evening. Haydn wrote these three symphonies at the request of Prince Paul Anton of Esterhazy in 1761, when he first took up his position as his Kapellmeister. They are quite unusual in their style, as each is programmatic in its content. The first of these, The Morning, begins with a beautiful adagio that is meant to depict the idea of sunrise. Haydn begins the work with the first violins alone and gradually builds by adding instruments until the climax of the section where the winds join. Let's have a listen to that now. Notice the moment when the oboes join after a few bars. This is the moment which is meant to signify the first rays of sun as they appear on the horizon. love that opening and I never get tired of hearing or playing it. Did you notice after the oboe entry with the long sustained note that Haydn keeps building the sound with a crescendo and the orchestra becomes like a giant organ? Haydn then follows this with a beautiful and sprightly allegro that conjures up the idea of rushing around with the busy morning activities. Thank you. 
we have the slow movement, where we start to hear some of the many beautiful instrumental solos that Haydn incorporated into these symphonies. The story goes that either Haydn wanted to win favour with the many talented musicians that he had to work with, so he included these great solos for them to play, or else he wanted to show off their talents to his employer. Either way, we've ended up with these stunning feature movements throughout. There are many solos for the violin and cello particularly, and we hear this in the second movement. After another sunrise opening, in case you didn't get the idea in the first movement, Haydn moves into a section that illustrates the morning lessons with the orchestral part apparently meant to represent the student who plays some rather ploddy crotchets in a quite simplistic way, which is then answered by a very beautiful and ornamented and flourishing violin solo which is meant to represent the teacher, who I guess is showing them how it should be done. doesn't just stick to the well-known instruments with the solos, he also manages to give solos to the bassoon, the violone or bass instrument, and the viola, which we get to hear in the trio of the next movement. (laughs) 
Haydn's Noon Symphony is up next, and this work features solos for all of the principal string players, as well as many tricky wind solos. I think we hear some of his most experimental writing here, particularly in the second movement, or Andante, where he features a recit with orchestral accompaniment for the solo violin, which is quite an unusual thing indeed. it's so interesting that recit movement um it's really exactly like an opera recit and i really don't think i've come across any other piece for instrumental solo that is written like that the final times of day symphony les soir or evening finishes with an exciting storm and it's this movement that makes me wonder if he might have been just a little bit inspired by Vivaldi's Four Seasons.
Such beautiful music. Also on our program are two works that feature an unusual instrument called the baryton. The baryton is a bowed string instrument that is thought to be a blend of a bass viol and another plucked instrument called the bandora. It looks very much like a viola da gamba, but it also has sympathetic strings at the back of the neck that can be plucked. It was a favourite of Haydn's second boss at Esterhazy, Prince Nicholas, who requested that Haydn write works for the instrument so that he could play them. Haydn, of course, um, obliged and he wrote many, many uh, trios for the baritone, which um, were scored for baritone, viola and cello. And these make up the largest body of works that exist for the instrument. Um, I think he wrote something like 126 Um, But otherwise, it had basically gone out of fashion, so no one else was really writing for it. Um, We also will include on our program an octet or divertimento for eight uh, that features the baritone along with two horns, two violins, viola, and two cellos. The baritone trio that we'll perform is number 70, and let's have a little listen to that. you could hear there the distinctive sound of the baritone. At the beginning we heard the pluck strings which are actually made of metal and if you have a little listen again you'll I think hear that metallic quality Um, and then we have the bowed sound which really does sound a lot like a bass viol or viola da gamba. It's also a very beautiful looking instrument and personally I'm very much looking forward to working with Laura Vaughan on this project and exploring yet another aspect of Haydn's output and getting to see and hear this unusual instrument up close. It's the only baritone in Australia and it's possibly the first time it's been heard in Canberra and Sydney and so as the Australian Haydn Ensemble I'm expecting very excited to be able to present our audiences with this special Haydn experience. That's all we've got time for today, but I hope you've enjoyed exploring Haydn's early symphonies um, with me, morning, noon and night, as well as learning a little bit about the baritone. We're really looking forward to performing this program for you in a few weeks' time. And you can listen in from anywhere in the world on the Australian Digital Concert Hall either live in line with our Sydney performance on Friday the 15th of December at 7pm or with a delayed broadcast via Australian Digital Concert Hall and you can find out about that via our website or else you can join us in person, obviously in Sydney, at the City Recital Hall 
and or in Canberra on Thursday the 14th of December at 7pm at the Albert Hall in Yarralumla. All of the details about the concert times and dates and how to book um, for our performances is available on our website www.australianhyden.com.au and we hope to see you there. I'll be back soon with more podcasts in 2024 and wishing you a very wonderful Christmas and festive holiday season. Thank you again for joining me. I'm going to leave you with a little bit of Haydn's Le Matin Symphony to outro the program. See you all again.